Hey, and welcome to this episode of Hope in Struggle. My name is Mindy Lawhorn, and I'll be your host. Hey, welcome to Hope and Struggle. Today we're talking about how to be positive. You know, in all the stuff that I feel that God's pulled us through, the number one thing He's shown me, besides He is a faithful, is how to carry the right perspective. Perspective is everything. I've talked about that not only multiple times, but it's like if we can just kind of fix our heads, get our thinking coming from, you know, the right angles focused on the right things, then everything in our life changes. Because it's not really what's happening to us. It's how we feel about what's happening to us. It's not only how we feel about what's happening to us, but it's how we respond to what's happening to us. Years ago, when I was in medical sales, some gentleman came and talked to us, to be honest. I can't remember who he was, but the thing that was the most impactful about his visit is that he said, remember, your circumstances are really only 10% of what happens to you. It's 90% how you respond and how you feel about it and how you think about it. And I'm like, wait a minute, if that's true, because it was the first time I had really heard that. I was probably in my late 20s. And I thought, wait a minute, if that's the truth, then I got this. Because I think we focus so much on what is happening and how terrible it is and how it's just so bad for us. And this makes me feel like this. And this, you know, stops me from doing this. And I can't have whatever I want. And Instead of thinking about it like that, changing our perspective about the situations, it's not so much what happens to us, but it's how we feel and how we think about what's happening to us. Real fast, this is going to be a short podcast, but some of my most favorite things that help get my head right, get me back on solid ground, solid ground full of, of course, Jesus, but hope, um, excitement, and not getting in my own head about how everything is so unfair and how I don't have these things or I'm trying so hard and everyone's saying no to me, or I do even, you know, more diet restriction than this person. And this person never wants a donut in her life. And, you know, she's, you know, it's, it's like, it's really easy to get in that poor me mode. And I just refuse to go there anymore because it's easy. That's what's easy to do. And what we should do is what's hard. And here's some of the scriptures I want to share with you about how you can get yourself out of the mentality and just always be positive. And yes, I am snapping my finger because it's a choice. It is not based on our circumstances, you guys. It is a choice. And don't let anyone else lie to you. Your perspective is your choice. You can choose truly, truly. Yeah, 10% may suck in your life, but that 90% can be so different based on how we think. So two of my favorite scriptures that get me out of this, first of all, is Deuteronomy 31.6 and Hebrews 13.5. And they basically talk about how God says, I will never, never definitively, I will never leave you or forsake you. So whatever you're going through right now, I want you to know the truth. God will never leave you or forsake you. He's not this mean dictator that takes things from you. He is someone that loves you so much, but he also knows that we are only going to grow when we go through hard times with the right perspective and the right actions. We're only going to get better, get closer to him and become more like the person he's designed us to be when we get out of the selfish pity party, which by the way, the world wants you to be in. But the Bible tells us something extremely different. My other favorite scripture, I'm only sharing these three with you today, is 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18. Years ago, for some reason, 
I memorize this. And I say that like that's the weirdest thing ever. It's not. Memorizing scripture, you guys, it's like this arsenal within our hearts that that no one will ever take from us that we can use internally. We can say it out loud. You guys, I read this story years ago about a girl that was basically kidnapped and she was overseas. And um, I don't remember the whole story of it, but, but what had stuck with me is yes, she got out and was freed, but the whole time there were, she was being, you know, tortured. There were horrible things happening to her. And all she had was her memory of God's scripture. Like all she had to like give her the weapons that saved her heart, saved her mind and kept her going, which eventually she became free was God's word. She said, I, you know, I memorized these scriptures years ago and I held them in my heart and I buried them deeply. And when I was there, I would sing songs. I would remember scripture and God helped bringing, help, help bring more scripture, you know, that I had studied years ago to my mind over and over and over again. And it was like weapons that kept me safe, kept evil from me. Even though I was there, I was hard pressed, but I did not you know, feel abandoned by God and God's word tells us this. And so this scripture, it's actually three scriptures. They've meant so much to me. Second Corinthians 4, 16 through 18. Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away. Inwardly, we are being renewed day by day for our light and our momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs all of them. So fix your eyes on not what is seen, but what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, and for what is unseen is eternal. Boom, let that settle. The mist. All right, so in, I've talked about this just a few times, but in my closet, I have my own little like shrine. It's not a shrine or anything. It's just some of my favorite things. It's, It's scriptures, and it's a few quotes and things like that on this very small mirror that's on top of my my dresser in there. And I see them every day. I put them there for a reason. I have scriptures. I've got things people have given me, some things that are very silly that are so important to me. I have a picture of my sister Renata, and I just want to see them. You know, I just want to look at them every day. And one of my favorite, favorite things, you guys, that has kept me out of so many pits with all of the stuff we've gone through and the stuff we continue to go through is this quote. This is temporary. So within the scriptures I just read you, basically the last part is, since what we see is temporary, so don't feast your eyes on what you see now because, oh, this is so terrible, poor me, look at this, all these bad things. Let's feast our eyes and focus on what is eternal. Here's what this is temporary means to me, and we're going to end here today. This is temporary means everything that's bad, you guys, this is temporary. But you know what it also means? The exact opposite. This is temporary also means when things are really, really good and it's just enjoyable and fun and I have so much joy. I want to focus on that and just be in the moment and thank God for this time and and, and just the people and the situations because that too is temporary. I want ultimately to see God and for him to say, well done, good and faithful servant. That is my ultimate goal. But what that means is that we're not going to have this perfect, easy, woohoo life here. We're going to have lots of struggles and everyone will, but especially those of us that are Christians, we will be persecuted. We'll be made fun of. We're all, we are going to have more trouble, but the the deal is it's not that we're not going to have trouble. It's that we're going to have a different perspective within the troubles because they're temporary and they're just this worldly stuff. They're so many things that come out of those struggles. And I'm living proof. I know many of you guys are too. So how to be positive and everything is to remember this is temporary. This is good times, this is bad times, temporary. 
We've got to have scriptures to go back to over and over and over again. And then so much, you guys, that we do just like that girl I told you did, memorize them so that they're just in our hearts, they're in our mind, and no one can take that from us. And you God, you guys, God's world, God's word is so powerful. It's different than any human's words. It's different than any quote from some great leader, which although those are great, and God may have empowered them to say those, his word I mean, is is supernatural. And if we can cherish those and hide them in our heart and memorize them, we can pull them out when we need it the most. Dear God, I love you so much. Thank you for today. Thank you for reminding me, Lord God, just to be joyful, even in the worst situations, because this is temporary. We've got to push through that you have allowed this in our lives for a reason. You have given us this, Lord God, really is a gift because you do, I know, out of love, and it's to grow us, is to show us more, Lord God. And just the past Bible study about Second Timothy and Paul and just all that they went through, it, would, it seems so strange that they would be punished for doing what is right, Lord God. But this world is not our home. People don't see what we see unless they come to the knowledge of you, God. And living your life, living through you, living with your light shining from us, we will have trouble, but all oh, the glory that will come one day. And Lord, if we can just remember that this is temporary, so much of the seriousness that we wrap around circumstances and people and things, it just goes away. Lord, please help us feast our eyes on you and feast our eyes, Lord God, on not what is seen, but what is unseen. I lift all this up in your name. Amen. All right, guys, thank you so much. I hope this helps. Get your scriptures and memorize them so we'll have them forever. Bye.